What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from Off Guard, and I've got some exciting news. Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi, is officially moving to our own podcast feed. We are now dropping two shows every week. Me and Pasha go way back and talk so much hoops already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on these conversations. Every week, Pasha and myself will hit on the biggest stories happening around the league. Tap into the show twice a week on our new Off Guard feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. It's the Full Go presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. And right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays, or SGPs as the kids like to call them, all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together... We're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Chicago everywhere. Check it. It's not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. He is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking about. Talking about. What up, world? You're listening to The Full Goal with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into uh, episode 333 of the Full Go Podcast, the final pod of 2023. And you guys can thank none other than the the dad, the myth, the legend himself, Tony Gill. Because if it weren't for Tony chiming in at the end of last pod with his, I'd love to work on New Year's Eve, then none of us would be here right now. We wouldn't be sitting here talking about, I think, one of the more eventful days in the trajectory uh, of the organization that we have all come to know and love as Chicagoans. And that is the Chicago Bears. We are mere, like usually we do this thing around anywhere from 9.30 to about 11 o'clock at night, right? This is the first time I believe since this thing first really kicked off in that first season of us doing an immediate kind of post-game kind of vibe. So if you're sitting here and you're getting injury reports and you've heard coaches speak and all this other stuff, yeah, fine. You got something that I didn't get because I wanted to get this pot out the way because this was a, a... an absolutely intriguing day across the board. There was so many things that happened in one three-hour stretch in Chicago Bears fandom to me. First of all, it could have been, and we'll see, but it could have been Justin Fields' final home game in front of Chicago fans. And when I was watching this game and watching him perform the way that he did, <laughs> there's a few things. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Because there's so many things you want to be... Um, hopeful about and so many things that you're like see this is what i've been talking about but then the same things that have marred this last couple of seasons and this season especially to me with his development showed their ugly faces you've got an offensive coordinator who is running valus jones in third and short you've got an offensive coordinator calling pass plays in with uh, 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 with two minutes left in a football game where you got a two-score lead and almost getting the man killed like these are the things where i'm like all the things all the throws the connections to, to DJ Moore in the first two drives, the touch passes, the sidearm. We have been patting Matt Stafford on the back for a decade plus for the throws that a dude who apparently can't throw the football is making in the year three. Like all those things come to mind when I watch number one play. And I will say this before we get into the meat and potatoes of it. And the reason why I'm thinking of meat and potatoes, because my beautiful fiance 
put together uh, quite the uh, the the hearty meal for the the post game, actually in game snack today. Right, she saw some snow outside. Next thing you know, cornbread and all this other shit was getting made. And I was like, let's get it, let's do it. So I'm well nourished. I'm feeling good about things. But I want to say this. And y'all know how, if you've been listening to this pod, y'all know how I feel about the Justin Fields experience. And hell, when he was drafted, I was the one that poked my little dumbass head. I was like, hey, he's going to be the best quarterback in this draft. And then ran for cover as all the Trevor Lawrence people stoned me to death, right? And as we take a look, you know, you know, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is getting that Justin Herbert treatment without all the weapons around him, right? Like, you know, like quarterback and it's hard. Dudes who look great in college sometimes need time. They need weapons. They need to see the league a couple of times. And all we've been doing over this last couple of decades of actually watching quarterbacks develop or not develop, and I don't know if y'all been watching, but when I was a kid, there was about 12, 13 of them that you could be like, hey, I can go win with that dude. Now you got four or five and then the rest of the same guy it's not by chance it's not by happenstance and i think we actually saw this in, in the in the full force in our own little version twice now in the last eight years mitchell trubisky okay say mitch can't play fine do whatever you want to do with that but you're gonna tell me justin fields can't play the quarterback position after watching a game against the atlanta falcons and everybody who wanted to do the whole it's just the atlanta falcons guess what the atlanta falcons are they're one quarterback away from being an 11-win team. You see the connections that we need to make out here, right? And, and all we're doing and it's, is bird in the hand versus two in the bush, right? We're going to get ready to find out how gangster Ryan Poles truly is because the day after Ian Rappaport, who we know, Ian Rappaport is tied in with the Chicago Bears. Like, Ian Rappaport breaks as much news as anybody here on the local beat, and for a reason, too. You always know when Ian Rappaport got the news, that means Ian Rappaport is talking to someone who wants that news to get out as opposed to somebody who's just digging through things and here, because, you know, we ain't find out anything about Alan Williams and boys from me Ian Rappaport, but we damn sure finding out that Ian Rappaport is saying that Matt Eberflus is is strongly being considered to return in year 2024 of our football lord. Let me tell y'all something right now. Right now, if the man who is in charge of overseeing three of the most catastrophic losses in a season in the NFL where a lot of teams ain't shit, right? The Bears are sitting at seven and nine right now. There were three games that were inexcusably lost by this football team. If that man is getting ready to be the head coach for next year and beyond, if I'm Ryan Poles, I'm looking around like, uh, guess what's going to happen then? <laughs> I have full space command of everything else. Y'all can see the play. If you can't, then I don't know what you're watching. A man gets hired. Next thing you know, there's a, there's a candidate. Well, it was a pool of three candidates just made up in two days. Here, hire, hire one of these three. Meanwhile, y'all still taking advice from the same motherfucker that said that the, the undoubted MVP this year, Lamar Jackson, would have trouble at the quarterback position. That's what's going on here. That's who's consulting. Okay. So if I'm Ryan Poles, hey, I got the number one pick. There's some fleecing that I've already done. That, hey, that Carolina Panthers thing, like as the, the Roquan Smith thing, the Chase Claypool thing, anytime Ryan Poles wants to pull the big joker out, hey, DJ Moore, number one pick again. You know, he just, you know, you, you ever play with them ignorant motherfuckers, you play spades with them and they lick the card and put it on their forehead and the ignorant motherfuckers I'm talking about is me because I do that shit. When I have the big joker at the end of that joint, you're going to see it on my head. Everybody put their little cards down. That's what Ryan Poles is doing. I got the big joker. Back-to-back -back years, I got the number one pick because the Carolina Panthers are ass. Shout-out to the Jacksonville Jaguars for doing something right this season, beating the Carolina Panthers and, you know, the best buy salesman that they got playing quarterback. Hey, at what point Bryce Young going to be like, you know what, maybe this ain't for me. Maybe just maybe, <laughs> maybe he just maybe I am too small and y'all are too bad. I'm going to take this next year off while y'all figure out this whole offensive line thing. Y'all got my man, y'all got a member of the Geek Squad running around in the NFL right now. Acting like Alabama didn't have a brick when he was winning the Heisman. But I digress. The Carolina Panthers, you fleece them. If I am Ryan Poles, guess what I get to do? If even if I didn't draft this dude, all these hugs, all this, all this FaceTime, all this time on the sideline that the camera's seeing me, guess what I'm about to do now? 
I'm about to make sure that the coach you forced on me is shown to be the idiot that he is. And I'm going to keep this dude. I'm going to keep somebody else's quarterback and build around him. And then when it's time to move on from him in two years because it didn't work out and I have contract control in terms of the franchise tag and all the other things at my disposal, then I can move on and get the quarterback that I want. Caleb Williams, listen, y'all, if y'all think Caleb Williams is going to be John Elway, Dan Marino, Patrick Mahomes wrapped up in one little package, then I'm down to draft him too. But all I'm seeing in this NFL is a dude who – if you put the coaching around him, I think he can hit, he can hit the easy plays. I think these are issues that are fully wrapped in development and coaching. Show me the quarterbacks who can make the hard plays. And those are the teams we talk about being the NFL Super Bowl contenders. Look at the Miami Dolphins right now. What's the one thing keeping everybody from saying the Miami Dolphins should be the favorite in the AFC? It's a quarterback. When things get a little rocky, can't hit all the hard plays, can't break free and get himself some time. That's why he's been concussed several times. Like the things we're watching Justin Fields do, I don't think we appreciate enough because we're in that weird mesh period of, all right, all our athletes are playing this position. You know, it used to be the mobile guys and then it'd be the one standout dude. Now it's like a big in the NBA. If you have a big that can't shoot, he better be amazing at something else or he won't be on the floor. If you don't have a dude who can run away and run through the defensive lineman that Justin Fields is able to and capable of, all that coaching don't matter. How many coaches have we seen over the last few years say, you know what? I'm a damn good coach, but can't do it with this. Sean McVay, everybody was, uh, everybody was, as, it was groveling at Sean McVay's feet offensively when he hit the scene. Guess what Sean McVay told you? I got a dude who can hit the easy plays. He can't make the hard ones. Got to get him the fuck up out of here. Guess what he went and did? He got a dude in Matt Stafford who we always knew had talent. Always was playing on an ass Detroit team on a bad organization. Does it, does it sound familiar, y'all? <laughs> does it sound familiar? 15 years later, he's like, you know what? I need somebody who can hit these tough ones. I need somebody who can make a play where there is no play. Let's go win a Super Bowl with him. Kyle Shanahan in the mix right now. Kyle Shanahan has gotten rid of three quarterbacks in your face and looking at Brock Purdy like, oh, shit ain't sweet for you either. I am the genius here. And the limiting factor is the dude who can't hit the hard plays, who can't make something out of nothing. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. We're sitting here watching this transpire with shit coaching and then wondering to ourselves, well, you know, he, it's got to be him. Like I said, and I'm going to keep saying it, line those three individuals up in a room, wherever you want at Hallis Hall, Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, and Justin Fields. And you make the person who has done their job the worst throughout this process, you make him stay in that room. Guess who's going to be leaving first? Justin Fields, there's no doubt about it. If I got a pick, and I know the pick isn't between them and Justin Fields, it's between them, him and Caleb Williams. Cool. But how beautiful would it be if you saw this development? Oh, by the way, you, 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 I mentioned it on the last pod. You, you, you see how nobody's mentioning, hey, Justin Fields has won five of his last seven games. You, you hear what we're talking about, right? It's Matt Eberflus has won five of his last seven. The Bears have won their five straight home games. You hear how it's being re referenced, right? 
When it was Tyson Bajan having a good couple of quarters, boy, you couldn't you couldn't scrape his name off of every little theme and every little conversation. I'm just, all right, this if I'm Ryan Poles, and shout out to my man, you know, 95th Street Rick, Shilato, my man. Saw a tweet. And it's the God's honest truth. What's to stop you if you're Ryan Poles from saying, you know what? There's something here. And I got two more years to control it. Hey. Washington, <laughs> y'all are ass. Sam Howell isn't the man. Y'all got the third pick. Guess who we wanted the third pick? Guess who the best player in this draft is? The best player in this draft coming up is Marvin Harrison Jr. You make Carolina feel, I'm sorry, you make Washington feel what Carolina felt and say, hey, pick swap. Give me your next year's first and your next year's second, your next year's fourth. And then throw in one of them defensive linemen. We already fleeced you on my test sweat. Go ahead and give us Jonathan Allen, something like that. We can fill it in. Come on, man. And guess where Caleb Williams is from? He's from D.C. Now, I know they're not going to be playing in D.C. anymore, but y'all understand what I'm like. There are things there. This team, I think, could be demonstrably better next year. To start that all over again for the promise of three years from now, like I said, we're going to find out, you know, everybody want to be a gangster until you got to do gangster shit. This is, this is the definition of Ryan Poles' gangster era. You robbed somebody in the Carolina Panthers, cool, right? It was just a little lady trying to get their groceries up the steps, and you caught them, caught them slipping, the wolves was out. <laughs> you got rid of an entire roster full of people you didn't trust because they came from the last GM. So you could do that. Now is the time. We're going to find out who the real gangster is. I'm hoping it's Ryan Poles. Either way, right? Like he trashed Caleb Williams and the Bears go on to win a couple of Super Bowls over the next eight or nine years. As a fan, I'm still going to revel in it. And I'm going to say I was wrong. But boy, <laughs> if this thing doesn't turn out the way that everybody said it had, like think about the pressure you've put on this now with Caleb Williams too. Shout out to Justin Fields for handling this like a champ. I started out trying to talk about that and try to say this, but the way that he's carried himself these last three years is it, it, game tape for anybody going through a tough situation as the quarterback in the city that's never seen a quarterback develop before with a franchise that has never truly developed one before. Like, shout out to him. Shout out to the way he's carried himself as a young man professionally you haven't heard anything about that dude on these streets in the last three years you got veteran quarterbacks terrorizing cities in this league shout out to the way he's handled himself shout out to him standing up for himself when he did too because he knew his name was on the marquee and he knew his name was going to get all the things said and written about him and he stood up for him he advocated for himself i will never ever ever down a dude for that especially at that age with the weight of a city and, and, and 52 dudes' careers on your back, dudes are getting cut and fired when quarterbacks don't play well. I think, I think we have to give some credit and some understanding to what a 22-year-old, 23-year-old has experienced over these last three years and how he's carried himself in the manner that he's done. Got forced and embarrassed to send him back out there in a press conference after he told the truth and still handed How many things have you heard about from Justin Fields in terms of his awful offensive coordinator. How many, how many backbiting comments, how many slides, how many slick talk, slick tongue things have been none, none. He's handled like a champ. So if he goes on and if he, this was a, an audition tape for Atlanta, then I'm going to be watching. Cause they, they some idiots anyway. They got B. John Robinson on their team and giving them the ball 12, 13 times. I don't understand that shit at all. The rest of them, the wide receivers and Kyle Pitts didn't really look like they wanted to play against the Bears. It was, you know, you got Taylor Heineke out there just playing sandlot football. And oh, by the way, hey, referees out there, why don't y'all give one game to Justin Fields where y'all treat him like a quarterback? Just one. Just one game. Maybe let it be the last game of the season. Let it be the last game of the season where y'all, you know, when he gets like elbowed in the head after the ball has been released for three or four steps, maybe just give it a personal foul. Taylor Heineke looked at the referee after Justin Jones hit him in the helmet 
looked at the referee and said, hey, I got hit in my chin. And the ref was like, you right, my bad, dog. And threw the flag like 10 seconds later. Meanwhile, your man Justin Fields is out here. <laughs> he out here bike training police dogs damn near. Like, I'm seeing him getting jumped from every angle and then just like, oh, well, good pass. <laughs> what are we doing out here? Cam Newton went through that. Maybe it's the, the curse of Cam. Anybody who's ever studied under Cam or plays like Cam is going to get treated like Cam. Remember when Cam is just out here getting treated like a fullback? Like, hey, wait a minute. He's throwing the football. Just because he's bigger than your defensive end don't mean you could cut his knees out. That's what's happening with Justin. I hope one game in his Bears career he gets treated like a quarterback. But other than that, an incredibly fascinating, intriguing, fun, fun day. As a Bears fan, the trajectory is upwards. It's pointing up. Tyreek Stevenson out there making plays. You saw it in the beginning of the season where he's like, this is, this is an aggressive dude. Like, there's going to be, you're going to have to live with some, uh, some burnt feelings. And by the end of the season, performing. Couple of picks. He's as physical as anybody. Jalen Johnson going down with that, that shoulder injury. It's the end of the season. He's going to get his money unless it's something catastrophic where he's got to have reconstructive shoulder surgery or something like that. Jalen Johnson played himself into a new contract. Eddie Jackson seemingly has played himself off of this team uh, with the cap hit being $18 million next year. And the dude we've been talking about on this pod, Kyler Gordon, that dude stays healthy. Playmaker. Playmaker. Now, I was for sure that he blew his knee out during that Spider-Man uh, celebration that he pulled off where he did the, like the side front, you know, double, triple Lindy backflip, whatever the hell he did. Yeah, don't ever do that again. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah, you, do that you stop again. that. Yeah. I replayed it. I, I watched his patella at, at, you know, on his left knee go like, I'm 23. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his, his ligaments were like, we're young. We can do dumb shit like this. <laughs> And I don't know why his ligaments sound like that. My bad. No disrespect to his ligaments. But, yeah, dog, you made a hell of a play. You know, I know your coach calls you Spidey. I know you're really, really into the movies and the comics, but uh, you're important. You, <laughs> your knees are very, very important to the rest of your career. Let's, <laughs> let's keep the, the acrobats to a limit, you know, the acrobatics, I should say. Hey, guess what? Jerron Dexter Sr. out here playing football when he got a real football player next to him. My test sweat changed this thing. That's why, like I said, big joker. <laughs> Ryan Poe's got the big joker. He, he brought some ass kickers to this team. Still some guys that we needed some, some speaks on, though, because next time Nate Davis has a clean game will be the first time. That's, that's, <laughs> that might be you might have an issue. But, again, finding out. This is why I thought the end of the season was so important. Finding out who the winners are, who the dudes are you going to roll forward. If Tevin Jenkins stays healthy, that big motherfucker is just trying to hit everything he sees at all times. Like, I need a guard like that. Lucas Patrick, I love your spunk. I love your, <laughs> you know, I love how into it you always are. But, yeah, they need an upgraded center. They need an upgraded center. They need an upgraded tackle. They need an upgrade. They need another wide receiver. The first tough catch Tyler Scott made in his first, what, 16, 17 games will be the next one. Uh, that, that man, remember when Tyler Scott was drafted? It's like, oh, the wide receiver room got so much better. He was like, no, 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 no. Justin threw him a dog. Dog. Two of them. Two of them. The end zone one and the one in, in, in the, uh, the little bucket throw in the cover against the cover two. Tyler Scott was like, fam, unless this is center cut, I, you, you – you might as well pass a, pass a play like Family Feud. We're going to pass. We're going to pass on this one. But they helped him yeah, out. Yeah, Tyler. They helped him out. They got DJ Moore, and they helped Justin out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. The Full Goal with Jason Goff.
Yeah. The same things that we thought about this team though on the spot. The running back room, we gotta we gotta switch that up. Shout out to Khalil Herbert. He out there. Khalil Herbert out here running like a nineties running back boy. He look like you know, hey, if y'all wanna go back and take a look at some of the great nineties running backs like Natron means from San Diego and you know, just just kinda fat, slow enough, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Could run into you, not really bowl you over, not Christian Okoye you all the time, but it's like, oh you you felt it, you know. The Dalton Hilliards of the world, cats like that, where it's like motherfuckers would be getting seven hundred carries and get three and a half yards <laughs> a carry. That's that's the NFL me and Chris Sutton grew up in. Y'all kids and this fancy freewheeling bullshit. Nobody running the goddamn ball. Old school running back like Khalil, even though Khalil twenty five years old. Old school running back like Khalil Herbert who can't get away from their soul. Not not one. My forty three year old ass would be able to chase down Khalil Herbert at this point. But had himself a fine game. They moved the line of scrimmage. They, they look. If that is playoff caliber, right? If if the Atlanta Falcons are on the cusp, what we say on this pod coming into it, seven eight win team this year if everything goes right. Nothing went right, and they still got to the seven eight wins. The defense played well as soon as a, an acquisition was made that we didn't see coming. Right, the quarterback was hurt for a substantial period of time. Like a couple of games, two, three games being missed by your starting quarterback, that could, that could shit can your season. This dude is, uh, hey man, I was trying to explain it to Pia. Like, you know, she's like, oh, so he's gonna, he's got to leave or whatever. I'm like, it seems like he's gonna be gone. But when you're watching the game, it's hard to explain to somebody like why this guy is going to be gone, why this guy doesn't have. And then she's like, is it enough time? I'm like, well, that's the problem. It's time to pay him here soon, and they haven't. They squandered years of development, acting like he wasn't the guy. Remember when Andy Dalton was starting ahead of Justin Fields? Remember that? And we have the nerve to sit here and talk about what he isn't. <laughs> he got damn near a child prodigy, <laughs> and, and and wondered after feeding him the awful food and only letting him watch TV and not read any books uh, why he's having trouble in first grade. <laughs> what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? I don't know. And, and shout out to DJ Moore, his season. I mean, you know, like I said, he's the second most talented wide receiver uh, that I've seen since Brandon Marshall. Um, the dude is just a, he's a playmaker. He's a playmaker. Doesn't do the shit that people don't like that wide receivers do at times. Yeah, he goes out there and gets his job done. Plays hurt. I don't know how he played through that last, the game before this one with that leg injury, that ankle injury. Like, the dude is worth the trade. Ryan Poles has done a fantastic job of turning just the energy of this thing around. I just want to see now where it goes from here. This is the fun part, Bears fans. The expectations. Like, this is the fun part. We're done with this child's play shit about building and all. No, it's time for expectations. And that's, that's the disconnect for me. Because now we're talking about drafting a quarterback number one overall and having to go through some of those growing pains to eventually get to the mountaintops that we hope that this one would get us to. So and we're going to find out who the gangsters are. But, uh, you know, hopefully for us Bears fans, we all reap the rewards because today I thought was a, a fun day. It's a fun day to be a Bears fan. You watch the team turn the ball, turn the other team over. You watch Bears fans out there being Bears fans, doing wild shit in the stands. Like it, snow came down for the first time in the year, which – you know, went to a little comedy show. Shout out to Calvin Evans and the good people over at Zanies. They have a weekly Saturday night comedy thing. Nice little crew. They uh, made the joke about it. Hey, this is the first, we ain't got no snow yet in Chicago. So I, people were running around happy about it. I'm scared of shit. Because <laughs> that means in July it's going to be snowing. Like, you know, y'all been, y'all been spraying these goddamn aerosol cans in the air for long enough. And Mother Nature has, she's got a slight cough. <laughs> She out of here. She out, everything's off balance. Remember when we saw snow back in the day? We saw snow late September, early October. Now we're getting out the year without seeing an inch of snow. But hey, you know, who am I to, to complain? Leave that shit to the kids we don't care about, huh? <laughs> it's their world now. <laughs> oh, man. Fun game, fun time. Uh, speaking of fun time, speaking of fun time, I want to say this to uh, the crew. Um, cause you know, this is, 
This is the last pod of the year. I have had uh, an excellent year hanging out with these dudes, right? We're not going to do a mega long pod today because y'all don't deserve it. And the only reason we're doing this one is because Tony, let's face it, Tony's the reason. (laughs) Everybody else would have been having a great time with their families. Tony's running away from his responsibility and his baby right now. Let's, let's, let's keep it a buck. I remember these days. Okay. I remember these days, these, these the unnecessary run to the cleaners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Hey baby, I think I left uh, some aquarium gravel at the, the pet food store place. Uh, I think I'm gonna go get that real quick. I remember those days, Tony, the, this whole up and up shit that Tony's trying to create. No, I knew the kid would break them. I knew it would break them. So Tony just want a pod on New Year's Eve for some goddamn reason. So this is why you're getting this pod. But like I was saying about the people I love, including Tony, um, this pod for the last year, man, has uh, kept me sane, like screaming into a microphone and enjoying my brother's time and walking around the city, hanging out and people actually saying that they listen to this thing and people that I don't expect to be listening to this thing, listening to this thing. Like it's, it's nothing better than having like a 60 year old white lady walk up to you in the spice aisle and Mariano say, I really like the podcast. And, and then tell me I read it and review it. So I won't, this, I shit y'all not. This lady was like, I rated and reviewed it because I knew I would see you. I was like, oh, so should we square up now? Like, what's the, what's the deal here? Like, did you give me five stars? Or do I have to break your hip for you a little bit earlier than you had planned? You know what I mean? Like, what's up, granny? Don't, you know, I, you know how I roll, y'all. Everybody is armed. <laughs> I'm in Chicago. I'm, everybody I run into, babysitters, mailmen, anybody, grannies in the aisles, all of y'all got guns on you. So thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the pod and thank these guys for, um, you know, keeping me uh, honest. Thank these guys for saving whatever career that I'm going to have after this for, for editing out certain things that probably should never make it to a microphone. They, they have taken care of me on that level as well. And just um, having a crew, right? For a long time in this podcast thing, I didn't know how I would... Um, I didn't know how I would fare without the interaction of calls and a partner and just what radio gives you in terms of immediate response. And, you know, we've done the voicemail thing on here, but, you know, you guys have dropped the ball on that. I got to be honest with you. That has nothing to do with me. And you could either put that on the production staff or you could put that on the listeners, both of y'all. But I, this is one thing that I'm not going to be accountable for in 2023. But the interactions that I've had with, with my guys on this pod, the, the guests that we have had on, we only talk to people that we like truly are going to learn something from or that we rock with. Right. And things that we have done that we haven't rocked with. Uh, there are several interviews that y'all have never heard and will never hear because the guest was not engaged, didn't really want to do it, thought I was being funny when I wasn't. I'm like, I'm asking you a real question, asshole. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> thank you. And no, we are not about to air this. You know, like it was all because I wanted to make this thing um Whatever normal I can make it. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, There's a lot of terrific ones out there. And what I've always gotten caught up in is trying to figure out what I don't want to sound like or, you know, am am I consuming too much? Am I sounding like something else? And over this last year, I really just got back to stating how I feel, (laughs) talking how I talk and letting the cards fall where they may. And that's been because I've looked into these windows over the last 365 days and I've seen the faces of dudes who hold me to a standard that I appreciate, um, that I know when shit ain't funny and it ain't moving, they don't blink. You feel me? They give me the correct responses that I need. Uh, They steer me in the directions that are necessary. So shout out to our crew, Uh, a a few dudes who, uh, you know, have taken the baton from Jesse Lopez and from Chris Tannehill before them. And now with Kyle Williams being added to the mix. And of course, Chris Sutton and my man, Tony Gill, this, this thing is rounding into what I think it is um, getting ready to be right. These first 300 some odd episodes, we were just out here hanging. So I'm looking forward to this next year, um, making this more of um, not just an interactive show, but like an event right? Like I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing the sound back into this show. I'm looking forward to getting the guests in here that we've had a good time with no matter what the hell they're covering. And I'm looking forward to like asking more general questions and just more, more conversational type of sound 
as I, you know, relent whatever uh, control or OCD that I have over this microphone. Like I'm looking, I'm looking forward to hanging out with my guys a lot more. And of course, having the people on that y'all care about. So Tony, Chris, Kyle, with that being said, man, this, this last year, um, you know, what, how do you think we did? Where do you think we're going? Don't fucking lie on this pod either, by the way. Don't, don't, cause I, I'm looking at Kyle's face. Kyle, you know, Kyle is the, the eternal optimist on this pod. Right. And then he turns off the mic and he's cursing like a sailor. You know, he's selling dope to kids. Like he's doing a lot of things. It's all a front y'all. <laughs> he is the, he is the, he is the, the, the prim proper educated brother at the bank. Like y'all heard in new Jack city. All right. But fellas, what, what, what do you, uh, like what, what stuck out to you this year? in terms of stories or things that we covered or times that we had. Um, I look back at the, uh, the, uh, the Alabama riverboat brawl is one of my favorite moments of the year, um, <laughs> but locally or nationally, some of the stuff we talk about the sock season, like what has stuck out to y'all? Well, uh, for me, more on the, on the business side of things, I don't know if you remember, but uh, I had to quit uh, doing this podcast for a little bit. Um, and not because of me, it was because of other, uh, entities, you know, getting in the way of things. Uh, and, and that hurt. Like, I, I love this show. Uh, I love the guys, Kyle, Chris, Jesse, uh, and of course, Jason and, um, this kind of inside baseball, but Jason had my back. Jason fought for me. Um, and I, I know like Jason's my real life friend. <laughs> uh, for people that think that this, we just come on and just you know crack wise about about each other. But Jason's my real life no, friend. I've known Jason. No, for, I'll, I'll I'll shoot yeah. somebody for Tony. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> uh, for years, and Jason <laughs> had my back, and the, the company had no. I mean, they had a choice, but they were inclined to allow me to continue to do uh, and be a part of this. Um, this is a, a fantastic podcast. So that's kind of one of my memories, uh, knowing for sure, I already knew, but knowing for sure that Jason golf has my back. Um, and, and that, and that felt good knowing that, you know, I have that support, um, among with others, but specifically to know that Jason had my back on that, that was great. And then, uh, you know, one of my favorite, you know, series or, or things about this show this year, um, has been, Honestly, the White Sox coverage. Uh, you know what he does, you know, <laughs> on the Bulls, you know, he's being post-game host. Uh, you know he's a Bears fan, but the White Sox is a deep-rooted uh, thing for uh, Jason, and it was for me until, you know, I gave it up. But, uh, you know, watching that just devolve into what it became and what it is now, um, and having Jason kind of in real time going through that, with Sox fans, uh, it was a, a sight to see and, and, and hearing him, hearing the emotion uh, that all fans have and, and Jason being the voice of that. I think if you haven't gone back, just check out the titles and the descriptions and, and try and, you know, listen to a few of those rants where that's a real life sports fan telling you how hurt he was by the organization that he grew up rooting for. Um, so that was kind of my favorite moment. And that was my favorite moments. Uh, of the show this year. All right, Kyle, we'll let we'll let uh, we'll let the OG Chris go last. No, my my favorite. Well, first off, just being able to to join the pod. Even you know, I came in around July. I think you know was interviewing for something else. Uh, Juliet, Steve, Arjuna came to me. And we're like, hey, um, would you want to uh, work on this, have a hand in this? And I said, of course. And so, you know, I got to thank Chris, Tony for, you know, helping me on the production side of things and me staying late up at night with Chris, watching him work, uh, seeing what he was doing and taking a mantle from him. Obviously, Jason, you know, I remember meeting Jay. At, I was an intern at Windy City Live. This was like 2019. <laughs> He was hosting with Val and Ryan. And I just remember meeting him. And it was just the coolest thing for me. I was 19 at the time. And so just being able to be a part of this has been something rewarding, you know. And then my favorite, probably my favorite episode is the one with you and Adam when Adam went to your house. That was probably my favorite one. Just the real authentic talk. You know, you, you talked about sports, but just being able to talk about outside of sports. And that's something, you know, I take from you. 
as somebody who, you know, wants to one day host a podcast. It's like your ability to talk about so many different things and keep people engaged. That's one thing I really take from you, Jay. Oh, I appreciate it, man. And don't worry. You will, uh, you will be the reason why all of us will be unemployed soon. That man, Kyle Williams, is on everybody's tail. I'm telling y'all now. You just, you just watch it. You just watch it. And, of course, the vibes... What is he? The, the, he's the, the, the Vibes Executive Vibes Officer. Vibes Executive Officer. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. he is. Yes, he is. Chris Sutton. Yeah, man. You know, I just got to say this, Jay. You know, when... Um, you know, they, they came to me and they were like, we need somebody to, uh, to produce a full go. Like the thing is, it's like, you know, I've been to Chicago a lot, but I'm not from Chicago. I'm all the way up here in the Northwest, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm Northwest to the bone. But, um, when I started working on the pod and working with you, man, like I listen to a lot of content. I listen to a lot of media. I'm a big sports fan and I try to check out as much as I could, but working with you on the NFL pod, like last year with those cats uh that was that was so much fun and uh to get the chance to work with you again on the full go was uh like i just jumped at it but you know i have to say this man you know i listen to a lot of media and you your game man your game like it's like it's it just it pops off immediately like you're one of my favorite people to listen to talk, not just about sports, but about anything, you know, it's like, you just have that, you have that skill, you know, when you hear like a rapper that is just like, it's just like, it's just built inside of him. <laughs> like they were born with it, you know, it's just like in their blood. And uh, I have to echo what Tony said, you know, um, you know, the white Sox stuff, you know, that that deep that visceral feeling that you're able to channel i mean you do with the bears as well uh but more than anybody you know that uh, that deep fandom that you have with sports and you're able to bring this lifetime of experience and honestly like i learn something every time like i I get on these pods we do this like you know two three times a week and you know i'm always learning something as well um you know it's just a it's amazing the pod is amazing and like when we're all together you know like everybody's kind of like putting their energy in you know when Kyle got at it and like the more I'm getting to know Tony's whole thing, like Tony's amazing in his own other way. Like I do a lot of producing, you know, my life is producing content and I love it. Um, but you guys do, I'm learning something from all three of you guys, like on a, it's a different type of producing. It's a different type of pod. And like, I'm with you about making it a movement, like, uh, like an event, you know, and a movement of course, yeah. you know, and you got to scale this thing. Yeah. Man. You know, you and I think with thing. all of our energy too, <laughs> Um, you know, like, I think I, I like being a part of making, being a part of making something amazing, you know, and this is one of the better pods that are around. And I always, I'm always recommending, I have a ton of homies from Chicago and I'm always just like, they either already know who you are. Or if they don't know who you are, I'm like, hey, man, you're into sports. You got to check out the full go or whatever. And they get into it and they're just like, oh, this is wild. And they become fans. So, man, I just have to give it up to you, man. You know, it's been uh, it's been amazing working with you. I can't wait to keep like hanging and doing these pods with y'all. So, yeah, that's yeah, what I got to say. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all. I didn't know it was going to be all that. I thought y'all was going to talk about when Tim Anderson got knocked out or, you know, some of the other oh, things. Oh, that well, happened, well actually, I, no, you I did truly, say something I... about the storyline. You know, my thing was Jimmy Butler in, the, in going through the playoffs last year. Uh, and he, oh, he like, yeah, made yeah, me yeah, a believer. Yeah. And I know that, like, uh, I, I, leave, I leave, it to, leave it to, to Chris to fucking to, to, to spoil the energy <laughs> by saying the person that left the Chicago Bulls or the Bulls didn't want anymore and traded him and all the things that Jimmy Butler, you know, made us feel as, as Bulls fans. Leave it to leave it to Chris to, to, to twist the knife a little bit at the end of the pod. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, 
all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. It's Chicago in the house. Let me hear you say yeah. Yo, you listening to the Full Golf Podcast with my man Jason Golf. It's your boy Dave Jeff. Holla at y'all. My God, hey, for real though. Thank you guys, man. I appreciate it. Uh, we, you know, we call us the full go because we want to bring you voices that you probably haven't heard before, or just talk about Chicago sports in a way maybe that nobody, well, that I know nobody is in the city. So thank you so much. And through life, you know, you guys have heard Jace, uh, you know, get older. You guys have, you know, seen my 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 fiance P's uh, career, you know, take flight on Married at First Sight. So like we've grown together as as a Full go community. And I want to thank every one of y'all, every single one of you guys and girls out there, everybody who is press play on this thing. Thank you. Uh, everybody's fighting for ears out there and all the ears that this pod gets. We are truly, truly appreciative. You know, life is still happening for all four of us. You know, this pod catches us at different points in our life. You know, babies come into the world. There, there are deaths that happen. There's strife. You know, there's, you know, and not everything is rosy, you know, but we always come on this pod and try to give you everything we've got. You know, I've been sick, rolled out of bed right around the corner from this office and come right in here and look at these dudes and they know I'm 15 minutes late and I look like shit. My nose is running like a bad child, but God damn it, there's a local angle that needs to be recorded right now. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we've done. And this is how we've bonded and vibe for this last year. Um, I'm very, as I get older, I'm very, um, I get emotional about the end of years because a lot of people don't make it. You know, Joey Meyer just passed away. Great DePaul, uh, legendary DePaul head coach, son of Ray Meyer, Chicago basketball icon. Like people don't make it out of the year. The last couple of weeks is, is always touch and go for me. And I try to maybe it's because my own anxiety, or whatever. I try to try to make it with high hopes and stay in the house a little bit, stay safe and all these things. Like I tell y'all at the end of these pods, but we have made it through another one of these joints, right? 2024, hopefully is bigger and better than 2023 was for you. Uh, hopefully you put in time and the care and, and into your craft and also your personal relationships. Uh, and I, I wish everybody that, that hears this pod comes away with the understanding that no matter what's going on, cause there's a lot of shit going on at all times around us in us through us but just know that these 45 minutes to an hour sometimes an hour and a half i know i'll be getting in trouble with the folks at spotify and the folks at the ring for doing these long ass pods but they just know that for this hour 45 minutes whatever we do just know that that time was spent just thinking about whatever the hell else was going on right Sometimes the seriousness jumps in there. Sometimes we got to cover tough stuff. The Northwestern story was something I never thought I would have to talk about on these, on these, you know, pod waves, but we cover it and we, we, we are, uh, we are a retreat sometimes. And sometimes we write in the mix, but all in all, I appreciate Bill Simmons. I appreciate Spotify. I appreciate the ringer for allowing for something that has never truly been allowed for in my career. Is, is for just me to be me and not have somebody's thumb over me or trying to figure out if I'm connecting with an audience. And the next thing you know, you find out you're connecting with an audience, but you're just not connecting with a, a talent evaluator or a boss. You know, all that shit has been thrown out the window and we've been allowed to talk to each other like humans and interact with each other like we care and also that we have feelings right and we're emotional about things sports or otherwise so i know i'm rambling here but in the end thank you so much thank you thank you so much for this last year thank you to our crew thank you to all our guests our weekly guest alex brown everybody who's rotated in and out people who have made the show dope you know the lawrence holmes of the world 
You know, like there, there are a lot of people who have come on this pod this year that I never thought would come on this pod. We're going to have people who we haven't on had on this pod next year. You know, some people from my score past that I truly just haven't been able to talk to in that capacity. You know, I, I'd like to do that next year. I'd like to talk about, you know, things with athletes that maybe are off the beaten path a little bit. I'd like to talk about with athletes and interview people about the things that maybe don't have a damn thing to do with Chicago sports. Like we want to open this thing up and make sure these conversations are hitting the way is supposed to so thank you for going through this part of the journey and the experiment that is the full go we want to thank our production staff as always the shadowy figure that is known as steve Saruti. shout out to Saruti and the family I want to thank the exceptional one kyle williams uh, star in the making right there and of course the dad the myth the legend my main man tony gill and the chief vibes officer himself chris sutton for the fellas i am jason goff thank you for listening to this episode 333 or tree tree as pat foley would say uh the full go brought to you by the good folks at FanDuel, of course ringer I, 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 and spotify is the gang uh we'll catch y'all in 2024 uh, or whenever Tony wants us to do another pod just off the cuff. Uh, but thank you so much, man. We leave you with this. As always, take care of each other, be safe, and remember to stay sucker free. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org/chat-in-connecticut. 1-800-9- with it in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.